Episode 221 of Generation Xbox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online and BetterHelp. Bet Online and BetterHelp. Stay tuned later in the episode for a word from them. And now, on to the show. everybody, welcome to Generation Xbox. This is episode number 221. I'm Tyler. And I'm Steven, and we're your home for all things Xbox. And before we begin, head on over to GenerationXbox.com for all the latest and greatest in news, reviews, and everything else from the world of Xbox, including this past week's uh, game showcase, Tyler. Yeah, so kind of a big week for Xbox, a lot of stuff going on, and that, uh, unsurprisingly, is going to be the focus of this episode. Let's jump right in. There's a lot to talk about. So, uh, Steve, let's start with the pre-show. So we kicked off with this pre-show hosted by Jeff Keighley, and there was another one on IGN. There was probably many more. But the main one, the one that Xbox was endorsing and promoting, was the one on uh, that Jeff Keighley was doing as part of Summer Games Fest. So give me your impressions on that. Start with there were some game announcements during it. Yeah, I mean, the show itself, kind of boring, including um, certain things that were said by some of the panelists. Um, it seemed a bit silly to have them at an Xbox show if they're going to be like, you know, uh, I'm going to use yeah. the restroom during the Halo Infinite thing. Like, come mm-hmm. on, really? But, like, the show itself, like, the gameplay stuff, that was that was decent. We saw, like, about five, four new games and then the, the ID, like, at Xbox trailer, right? So, yeah. first off, like, right after my own heart, <laughs> we got Dragon Quest Eleven definitive edition coming to game pass uh day one on december 4th 2020 the only disappointing thing is that i have to wait until december 4th play dragon quest 11 on the xbox i have it on the playstation i just i want to play the 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 super special edition the one that allows you to go back and forth between like 8 or 16 bit or whatever and um and it, it added a bunch of stuff but yeah no dragon quest 11 it's finally nice to see xbox get some non-Final Fantasy RPGs, even if it's just one more, right? Yeah. So, to your first point, agree wholeheartedly. So, the pre-show doesn't have to be a cheerleading section for Xbox. Like, just because it's an Xbox event doesn't mean it has to be, yay, Xbox is the greatest, blah, 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 right? But, you should have people on there that actually know something about Xbox and want to talk about it in a meaningful way. And I'm wondering what the criteria was for some of the panelists that were there. You know, why were they on the show? What were their qualifications to talk about Xbox? Because if their biggest contributions were, you know, I don't like Halo. And, which by the way is the centerpiece of what Xbox is rolling out for launch. I don't like Halo, it's going to be my bathroom break. You know. And someone else saying, I just, you know, mostly use my Xbox to watch Netflix. Yeah, and there's there's nothing wrong with being like a little critical of what Xbox has done. I mean, sure. we have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not to say that they shouldn't get any of those that are going to be critical, but there's a difference between being critical and be like, all right, let's see what Xbox is going to do because they failed at this, this, and this this generation. Right? That's meaningful mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Not I use this as my you know entertainment box. Um, or, you know, I'm going to go pee during the Halo thing. That's not meaningful critique. That's just, like, wh- why are you there then at that point? It's honestly almost trolling at that point, especially the Halo comment. So, I, you know, I don't want to pile on the individual because we don't know what the intentions were. It was just poor taste. and It was just bad judgment. I don't think it, it was malicious. It just was no, bad judgment. And, and it was really unprofessional. Yeah. Just highly so. And... Sorry, but part of the blame falls on Jeff Keighley here. It's his panel. He put the show together. He should have an idea of what people want to say about things before they go live. And help, you know, help that guide him in terms of who's going to be part of this and who's not. So, you know, he owns part of that. I was just really turned off by that. I remember, like, I, you know, because I came home from work and I took a little bit of an extended lunch to come and watch the whole thing. And I remember I said to you in the party chat, like, what is this? Like you're not you're not here to be pom pom, you know, green pom poms and whatnot, but let's not like 
you know, do the fanboy attack type stuff. Because that's something that, honestly, some PlayStation fanboy would say is, oh, oh Halo's here, time for the bathroom break. Yeah. And you I know. think there was a lot of, like, it just treated the show as a joke, almost. Um, rather than, like, Xbox trying to do something. And they know they've screwed up. Like, in the past. Like, they knew yep. this generation was not good enough. Mm. And they've adapted, and they've brought in some really cool things with, like, Game Pass, backwards compatibility, and xCloud. Um, and, you know, this was their time to show games, and there was a lot of, like, joking comments that it just... You would never see that in front of a PlayStation or even Nintendo showing, and that's... I, I do kind of agree with that, yeah. And, um, like, I'm not even a fanboy. Um, no. I, you know, we are an Xbox-focused show, and I do use my Xbox more than my other consoles combined, um, including PC, but it's it's just, uh, you know, come on. Like, But I can say that the games you've raved about most the last few years have been PlayStation games. Yes. You know, and have or the most Nintendo. fun with. You know, yeah. So, between Animal Crossing and Spider-Man and God of War and other stuff, right? Right. So, yes, we have the, the word Xbox in our show and website name. That doesn't mean that we're paid advertisers for Xbox. doesn't mean we're marketers for them. We're not. That's what we choose to focus on in our coverage. But, yeah, I think the better way to say it would have just been... Look, Halo's not for me, but not every game needs to be for me. And I hope for the people that love it that it's amazing. And here's how I think they can go about doing that. Yeah, That's or, meaningful input and insight, not saying it's your pee break. Sorry. Yeah, or, or to say you're not interested in then, but what you are interested in is this, this, or this. Yeah. Like, it just was kind of a poor poor showing. I'm actually... I mean, we talk, I think we talked a little bit about it last week. Um, like, I was a little surprised that Xbox kind of embraced Jeff Keighley here, especially after what happened at the Game Awards um, a couple years ago. Now, now last year's Game Awards was pretty awesome, and they showed off the first look at the box um, that no one saw coming. So maybe they built that bridge, but or mended the bridge. I mean, but I mean, it just it is what it is. I you know when I hear to break down down the pre shows like panels. No, no, no. Um, and I think we've done a little too much. Yeah, I think I think we have. <laughs> we've and we've piled on a little bit, even though we said we didn't want to. So yeah, let's so, move on from that. But yeah, there were a couple other games shown off during the pre-show. Uh, one was, was Exomecha. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a free-to-play online shooter that kind of, you said it looked like a mixture of Titanfall and something else. I can't remember. I don't remember what I said either, but yeah. It, was, it looked kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Transformers, isn't it what I said? Yeah, something I think, like yeah. Uh, and then there was another one, Echo Generation, that was like uh, the art style that Xbox knew they really couldn't get away with showing in their like showcase yep. um, doesn't mean it's going to be bad, uh, but it's just not the type of game that that they they wanted, and I think it was smart to put it in the pre-show. Um, yep. And finally, finally from from Square again, uh, Balan Wonderworld, um, which looks like kind of like Mario or you said Super Lucky's Tales mm -hmm. while we were watching um, that that sort of thing that like cartoony fun game that Xbox so desperately needs um, and, a, and not, a platformer which can be really good in 3D so yeah, yeah. it's not a exclusive but the fact that they showed off and it's going to use smart delivery and stuff like mm -hmm. I, I think Xbox needed that and yeah um, yeah no, I agree. And, and 3D platformers are fun for a lot of different people. I think it's a pretty welcoming genre. You know? Like, it, it's... Uh, there's no real big, I guess, um, price of entry in terms of skill level. You know what I mean? Like, you can get in there and play those games with any variance of skill and have fun. And that's important to have on your, on your console. Especially when you have so many shooters where, you know, a lot of the focus is on online... And multiplayer, and there is a barrier to entry on those in terms of for fun. So, yes. Uh, so let's talk the main show. And the first thing we said was just the countdown, like um, CGI itself, made the like production value better than the main show. Um, but the, the I want to start out by saying this, Stephen: the winner of Thursday was Game Pass. Hands down. Because I'm the more I think about it, the more I think that this was an hour-long 
case for Game Pass than any, than anything else. Yes. Everything we saw is coming to Game Pass day one. And that's a lot when you think about the number of games shown. And I think that, you know, we'll get into what each game looked like or the we'll hit on the high notes anyway. And we'll talk about whether it was enough and all those things. But when you look at the amount of, of games that are shown, and, and we have to keep in mind, not every game is supposed to be for you, right? Or for me or whoever. Um, the fact that all those games are going to be available day one on Game Pass for having that subscription is amazing. And that's the real winner to me. Is that service with when you see kind of a, a roadmap or at least the beginnings of a roadmap of what that's going to look like down the road. And we didn't see every game. We'll talk about that too. But should we start with the big one? Well, it was also the first one shown, if that's what yeah. you're talking about. Yep. Oh, my dog's excited. I think our big is, because when, when you say start with the big one, I think of something different than the one. That right. But, the, well, the most hyped one going in. We'll put it that way. Right. So that is Halo Infinite. It let off the show. And we got an extended uh, demo of the game that has been met with mixed um, feedback from the Xbox community. And so what did you think of the demo, first of all? So I, I very much enjoyed uh, what I saw of the gameplay uh, at first look. I, I loved the grappling hook edition and the ways that it's you can combo it. And I wrote, because I wrote the, the showcase reactions to the show as a, as a whole, and I wrote that, you know, the first thing I thought of was, like, grappling, um, hooking, like, an enemy and then, like, pulling them in or pulling you towards them and then, like, uh, striking them with the energy sword. And later they released, like, a, a gameplay demo or sorry gameplay trailer um on youtube that said basically that exact thing so i I just found that funny because that was the first thing i thought of was like that would be awesome yeah um and i was thinking too like when we saw him grab objects with the hook right can you grab the objects and pull the grab objects behind enemies and pull them through them yeah to like knock them over hurt them whatever we saw you know it, it was a very planned out demo and you know, we saw some cool things, though, with being able to uh, stu- make enemies stumble shooting at their legs. You know, little things like that are kind of cool. We saw a bunch of different weapons. The shooting mechanics look fun, and they look good. The world itself, I don't know, what were your thoughts in terms of Halo? Because it is going open world now, so it's going to be much bigger and they spoke to that, but what do you think overall? Yeah, um, I, I like I like the open world change. I don't think it's always been done super well. I I, I very much didn't enjoy it in Gears Five compared to Gears Four. I, I like the hallway stuff in Gears. Um, I think it creates more, like it, it definitely helps pacing. Um, not every game needs open world, but I, I do I do think Halo could could do it successfully uh we saw in the when they went to the map screen right um i I don't think it's gonna be fully open world by the way i think it's you're just gonna have more leeway with which objectives you take out first and there might be some side stuff you can do in in the meantime but it's not gonna be like you can just go do whatever like you can in red dead redemption right but there there is more like gears five than red dead yeah I'd imagine that's that's the that's the similarity here. Um, there is an upgrade screen. We saw that in Gears as well. Like Gears Five had that. Uh, so we'll see what that what that's going to entail. I mean, I think it's exciting. If you prefer, you know, using the grappling hook and maybe small arms, maybe there's ways you can tailor the game to where that is more powerful and you are you can use it and you know, and that way you don't have to worry about using the rocket launcher if you don't like using the rocket launchers, right? Um, so who knows what that's going to look like, but yeah, the world, it looks good gameplay wise. I'll, I'll leave it at, yep. at that. I, the, the graphics, I, I wasn't blown away by it. And then I rewatched it in 4k 60 frames per second. I actually rewatched the whole showcase, mm-hmm. um, in the 4k 60 frames version and it, it looked better, not great. 
Um, the 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 demo they showed, or that that gameplay trailer, the like two minute long one they uploaded sure. later that day, that looked much better. And I think, uh, I think the the one they showed during the showcase was using an old build. I've I've heard rumors, a couple years old. I've heard rumors that it was from like January. Not quite sure what what's true or what's not. Um, but yeah, it didn't look great. There were a lot of pop ins, especially when they were going up the elevator. Like, what do you think about yeah. that? I, I agree with that, hundred percent. And I, I think it probably was an older build, and we're not we're not here to make excuses for it. But we have to talk about what is, and if it is an old build, then it is an old build. And I and I think we need to get away from the the idea that we're going to evaluate these demos as if it's the final game. This game still has four months to launch, three months to launch, something like the four. And, you know, they've got time to fix things, they have time to work on things, and I promise there's going to be a significant day one patch. Yeah, I just don't know how much you can upgrade the graphics in four months, assuming the build... Yeah. Like, the build was definitely not um, from the last month, right? You know, they had to ha put that together. So mm -hmm. it's, it's got to be at least a month or two old, right? Or, or you know, at, at minimum. Um, well, remember, the, er the original deadline to have that demo ready to roll was June. Yeah, so it's also possible that the demo has been done since then. Yep. Um, or, you know, since, like, late May or mid-May, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I, I don't know how much can be changed in that time frame. And it, it did not showcase the box like the rest of the show did, in, in my mind. Which, I thought might be questionable, um, at best, without, like, announcing, like... I think if it was that old, they should have said this build is from January, or you know. It's hard. It's hard to do because you know, if they come on their two outward saying, "Hey, this is an older build," then it looks like they're trying to lower expectations right away, and they're going to get hammered for that. And then if they do this, then they're going to get hammered for it. I just don't. I I don't know what they can do to make. Both the the critics, who everybody thinks they are now, and fans happy. I just because I feel like the you know we talked about this off air. People's natural first reaction to everything now is to say what's wrong with it, and what they don't like. It's like you go on social media now, and it's just like a cesspool of negativity everywhere. <laughs> People just pissed off about anything and everything. So. I feel like that's a natural first reaction now, it's just to be pissed. And was that demo perfect? Absolutely not. But was there enough there to get me to say, yeah, I'm pretty excited for Halo Infinite? Yeah. Do yeah, I for sure. Yeah, do I think they're going to launch a game that looks last gen? No. I'd be shocked if that was the case. Because, I mean, let's remember, Halo 5 looks pretty damn good. So to think that this game wouldn't with the same team, I just, I have a hard time believing that. And maybe I'm just gullible. We'll see. No, it, it, it definitely did not look as good as Halo 5 did. Um, or no. even some of the stuff on the 1X. Um, I forget the other comparison that I was talking about. But, so that's a little, you know concerning but i am excited i want to see what this game looks like at launch uh i think the gameplay is going to be fantastic i, I do like alana pierce was one of the first i saw mention it um because i like kind of missed it the first time watching it and no one else talked about it she said like a brute just yeeted a grunt you know with the two plasma grenades in the hand so like that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. And it's going to, you know, create some really awesome combat experience and just fun stories to tell. And it's too bad all the fun parts about this game have been buried underneath all the complaining about the graphics, right? Yeah. So. And, you know, people want to jump on everything. Like, there's a thing saying ray tracing is going to get patched in after release. And, you know, that started a whole other thing. Um, I, I guess for me... It, it, it doesn't matter that much. It's not going to make me say, nope, I'm done. I'm not buying a Series X now. You know? I I just want to see him support the game. And I think we have to remember, too, and again, not making excuses, but we have to remember just the reality of what 2020 is. That's fair. And, and we have to stop treating this like any other year in any other console launch. 
Like, the things these teams are up against are, you know, unprecedented in this industry. Having to work from home on everything. And, you know, I I think that we have to stop holding them to that standard of, of last year, the year before, or 2013. And start saying, you know, it's pretty awesome that they've been able to put this together and we're probably going to get Halo Infinite at launch still with the new box. And that's pretty that's pretty amazing. And if it means they have to patch in ray tracing later, then fine. That's a small price to pay. And, and people that are complaining about that are nothing short of absurd and entitled. So that's just my take on it. I think we've got to take a step back and look at the bigger picture and there's a lot of people a lot of people that work their ass off to make thursday as good as it could possibly be and i do feel for those people when right away it's just like criticism and like bitching yeah so that's just me and and the soapbox for now anyway (laughs) so so that's Halo. I, I'm still excited. I, I think we'll see multiplayer at Gamescom in August. I'd be shocked if we don't. And so if, if multiplayer looks really early Xbox One-ish, then yeah, then I think we can have a different conversation about that. But let's see what that looks like, and I think we'll have a much better idea. Do you think there's going to be a beta like there was? I've heard rumors there won't be. No, I've heard rumors that they're no longer going to do it. Remember, they did the Halo 5 beta like a year before the game came out. It was like 10 months early. Was it? Right? I thought it was right yeah. around the time of um, the beta. Was, the beta was in January of 2015. The game launched in late October, so it was super early. Hmm. I, I knew it was early. I just I, I thought it was around MCC time or like right after that. Because yeah. I thought by buying MCC you got access to it. You did. You did. It was MCC came out in October of 14, and then the Halo 5 beta was like January. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a couple months later, but yeah. Okay. So I I don't think there's going to be one, but they could surprise us at Gamescom and say, here you go. You know, play it now. So, all right, let's continue on. And let's talk about, let's talk about Obsidian next, because they had um, three things to talk about there. So we saw an Outer Worlds expansion going to be included in Game Pass, by the way, which is awesome. I need to go back and finish that game. It's a game that I absolutely loved every second I played of it, and I didn't finish it, so I need to go back before the expansion hits. And and then we saw a uh, another trailer for what's it called? You wouldn't call it like the backyard. What's it called? Grounded. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So we saw another trailer for that. A really tongue in cheek like trailer that was pretty awesome. I thought. Sorry, Alex. Like if you're. If you're waiting for the biggest game of the year, then keep waiting for Cyberpunk. And uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty good trailer. I, I it, Grounded's a game that's gotten super great feedback so far. I can't wait to play it. But then, Stephen, I'm going to turn over to you to talk about this next one because they gave you the old. Oh, if you're wondering about our next RPG, we are working on it, and here's a look. So go yeah. ahead, tell us your thoughts. Yeah, before, I uh, just want to clarify, um, mm-hmm. the, the Outer Worlds expansion is not free on Game Pass. Oh, it's not? Discount, okay. But it's not free. Stand corrected. Um, but yeah, no, the After Grounded, we got a look at Avowed, uh, an awesome looking RPG that reminded me so much of Lord of the Rings, mixed with like um, like Doctor Strange, because <laughs> they did the little hand wavy thing and all of the, the runes came out and such. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like at the very end, you know, he's sitting there in the in what reminded me of the mines of Moria, and like you could see bright light in one of the hallways. That it just reminded me so much of the Balrog, right? But I am so thrilled for this game when it when it's going to come. I mean, we didn't see gameplay, so it is possible it it you know doesn't live up to expectations. But we're trying to look at things with a. Uh, happy happy light here positive right not yeah. this negative crap that everyone everyone wants and obsidian does have a good track record of really fun rpgs right um they do pillars of eternity was awesome uh great game and i you know i'm excited to see what they can do with 
with this. And you know, we don't we don't know much. I think the game's few years away. Um, hopefully, like 2022, 2023 at the earliest. I'm thinking, which yeah. you know, unfortunate. But I, I can't wait to see more of this. I I think Xbox finally has a game that could put them in the game of the year, like talk again when it comes mm-hmm. you know, at the Game Awards with, with this game. Yeah. Uh, to me, it just looks like um, Lord of the Rings meets Doctor Strange, and I'm 100% in on that. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. So let's pause real quick for our eSports segment of the week, brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, where you can head out there and bet on sports, eSports, and much, much more. eSports, including sports games like Madden NFL 20, NBA 2K, MLB The Show, and much, much more. If you're not a big fan of sports, you can still bet on plenty of other esports, including Call of Duty, Overwatch, Dota League of Legends, and much, much more. Head on over to betonline.ag today. It's easy to sign up and play. All right, so we're going to talk about some soccer, a.k.a. football. And we've got your favorite squad, Arsenal, next weekend taking on Chelsea in the FA Cup. Chelsea, the favorite, uh, plus 135. Arsenal, plus 187. The underdog to lift the trophy. Chelsea's the favorite at a minus 160 to Arsenal's plus 130. Stephen, who's lifting the trophy? <laughs> I'm not going to to ruin that for myself by, by picking this. But the game, I think it'll be close. Um, Arsenal like looked really good against Manchester City, the champs from last year. Uh, but Chelsea also looked good against Man United um, in the semifinal games. You know, Olivier Giroud is always good for a, a goal at Wembley in an FA Cup game. And, you know, our David, our David Luiz set the record for most penalties in a Premier League season at five. So it all depends which Arsenal squad shows up. If Arsenal, if the, if the, if they show up the same as they did against Man City, I'd like their chances. If not, you know, who knows? It's their one chance to get in the Europa League, though. Uh, and Chelsea's already in the going to be in the Champions League for next year. So Arsenal has a little more to play for here. Um, I, I'd say if you're betting, it's hard to go against Chelsea. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say more because I don't want to jinx it. All right. But it'll well, be a fun gr- game. You guys really – you should – Go give it a watch. It's Saturday okay. at like eight o'clock um, or eight thirty uh, Pacific time. All right, this would be a great game. Well, good luck to your squad. Hope it goes well. And see, there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. Sports are making their way back. UFC, NASCAR, and soccer are leading the way, but baseball's back. I just watched my Twins win decisively today. Nelson Cruz with seven RBIs in the game. That's pretty awesome. Uh, basketball's back this week. And hockey returns next weekend with the Stanley Cup playoffs kicking off. So sports are back, and BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for every upcoming game. And they also have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every single day live for you to check out. So if you're looking for something other other than sports, though, BetOnline has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device and join now. Receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today at Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, so before we jump back into the Xbox showcase, you know, I think uh, we all know 2020 has been a, a pretty challenging year. 2020's flat out sucked. And a lot of people have been having a hard time with a lot of things and dealing with a lot of things, and, you know, with the uh, coronavirus and, and uh, social justice and the unrest in our country and. All those things, and it's hard to look on everything, you know, kind of with that normal, hopefully positive outlook. And, you know, it's okay. You're not alone if you're in that scenario and and you're kind of, you know, dealing and struggling with some things due to what's all going on in the world right now. We're here to tell you, BetterHelp's committed to helping you out. BetterHelp uh, will facilitate great therapeutic uh, matches for you. So they make it easy for you to find a counselor and change is if you need as often as you need. It's more affordable than using traditional online counseling. Financial aid is available to you. The service is available for clients worldwide, so no matter where you live, you can have somebody to talk to. And who can you talk to? Licensed professional counselors that specialize in depression, anxiety relationships, anger, family conflicts, 
LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Anything you share there is confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. So we want you to head there today and try it out. And the way to do that is to head on over to their site, and that's betterhelp.com hub. And join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash hub. Head there today, try it out. I think you'll be really glad that you did. All right, so even back to the Xbox Showcase. And uh, what game should we talk about next? Well, we did see two really awesome-looking trailers that did show off what the Series X is capable of, um, but only in cgi form. Mm. Very yeah. small teasers. Uh, one... We'll start with the one that's surprisingly not coming out at launch, and that's Forza Motorsport. Mm -hmm. Um, How surprised are you that this game is going to be, could be two years away? Very. I'm kind of under the assumption it was going to come this year. Early next year, the latest. So really surprised to see that it's backed up, but I will say this. Like, what they showed, I did a couple double takes. Like, this is really in-game. Like, this isn't, like, live footage. So the game looks phenomenal. looks amazing. We didn't see anything, though, like, behind-the-wheel actual driving. We just saw the, you know, rendered-in-engine stuff, um, cutscene-type stuff. But it looks phenomenal. I am very surprised it's not coming soon, though. How about you? Yeah, it, it is surprising. I mean, it's been pretty much guaranteed we'll get a Forza game at launch for, you know, quite a while here. And it just, it's not happening. But it does help Dirt out. I'll say, so I'll tell you what, you know, because that'll be one of the only racing games we get at, uh, you know, at launch. To, yeah, I was wondering before why they were including Dirt so much in their promotional stuff, like during May and also since then. They talked about it on some of the... Uh, like this week in Xbox stuff, etc. Mm-hmm. And now that kind of answers that. There is no Forza this year. So I think, I'm not sure they would have talked about Dirt quite as much if Forza was a direct competitor this fall. So it makes much more sense now. I don't know what, uh, I like the Dirt games. I played the last one. I, I enjoyed it. I reviewed it. Um, the, so I'm looking forward to this one. And, and I've always liked the mainline Forza Motorsport games. So... Yeah. But we are we are getting the the Series X treatment for um, Horizon Horizon Four, yeah. So that'll be good, and that'll be a nice uh, holdover until the next one comes out. Yeah, I much prefer not. I don't like driving like um, tracks because they, they tend to get boring after the first lap or two. Um, and I like driving where the ground is a little more slick because it means you're sliding around more and that i don't know that's just always fun to me i hate i just well i don't hate it but i don't enjoy the online in forza motorsport as much because i like to play the need for speedway oh and just crash into everybody yeah and like take them out sure and that is frowned upon in forza yep same with dark actually you can get in yep yeah but um so it did look good we'll see how long it is away uh they do have they do have something still coming out that shows off the box, though, in Microsoft Fl- Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be part of the reason they're okay with not having the Forza game for yeah. for launch. Because they'll still have the one game that like will really... Because Forza has been really good. at It's been the, bo- the game that shows the box off the best. Mm-hmm. right? It's the best looking yeah. game, usually. Um, and, yeah, so it is what it is. I mean, we'll have racing games if you're a racing fan. Tudge over. Um, yeah. And I'll be here when it gets here. Mm-hmm. The biggest surprise, though, for me, was the State of Decay 3 trailer. Yeah. Like, I jokingly said this was a, a Last of Us, uh, <laughs> like, competitor when it happened. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just, it, the, it was the girl, she was sitting out in the um, in the forest, like, with, and then a wolf came upon her, and I was like, alright, you know, cool. It looks really good. And then you see the deer, with like, looks like a zombie, and then the State of Decay um, name popped up like I, I i think state of decay 2 was a little like like the first one was awesome two was a little 
overhyped by I thought we were getting more than we we got. It's yeah. not to say it was bad, it just expectations were too high almost. Mm-hmm. But 3 looks like it's going to have a huge budget. Yeah. Um are you, are you excited for that? Like I am really excited to see what they're going to do with that. I am actually I, I want to see and I, I don't know if they're going to try to go like direct competitor to the, to the last of us in terms of No, I don't you know, think the, they will. the the huge narrative and everything. I imagine they keep the like the city or the like community building aspect yes. of it that two had and one to some extent because mm-hmm. um, one was like a surprising game that kind of came out of uh, out of nowhere and it was just really fun and then two like mm-hmm. it was fun it just wasn't as awesome yeah. as I had hoped um, right but it, I mean it did look really good it does and and I, I think it's going to show off the box very nicely yeah so can't wait to see more on it again though it's another game where we didn't see any gameplay. So that's unfortunate, but I'm sure we'll see it, you know, as soon as they have something ready to go. Uh, let's talk medium a little bit. We did see some stuff there. We saw we originally saw it back in May, and now we're seeing a little bit more now. The game, it's definitely for me. Like, I, I love these types of games. You, not as much. Nope. But uh, just because of the horror aspect of it. Yep. But I'm... I'm all in on that. I think the game looks great. I think the concept's really cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. And, you know, we didn't, again, didn't see a ton. Enough to get you excited. But whatever. How about Crossfire X? Or, sorry, go on. Well, I, said, I think it was more to show off what the box can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when PlayStation had their event, they... They had uh, Ratchet and Clank kind of showing off the really seamless and quick load times. Yeah. This was to show off that they could run like two simultaneously rendered worlds at the same mm-hmm. time and seamlessly switch between them because the worlds are super different. Like, yeah. you know, one, it's just a, a rundown, I think it's a hotel. And then, if I remember correctly from May, then the second, like, the second world is like more like a hellscape, right? With demons and, and mm-hmm. such. And obviously, the, the artwork changes, and that's super impressive. Like, if it's smooth and can manage to stay at 60 frames or if it's locked 30 but stays at that even while switching that's you know that's that's a big deal it is um and i think that's why they showed it even though they already had showed it back in may Mm -hmm. yep so i would agree there so uh crossfire x yeah um we got the single player look it was another game that's already showed off um but we finally saw the single player stuff the biggest news for me is because it doesn't look all that much different than your typical like Call of Duty campaign. No. Um, the biggest thing though is the multiplayer will be free on Game Pass, but you have to buy the single player. Yep. Um, I, I wonder how much how many games are going that route because we see these games. Um, there's been a lot of shooters re- recently released, um, even like games like Rocket Arena, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that launched with like a battle pass and you know. It's, it has microtransactions, but none of them are required. It's all for costumes and whether or not you want, like, the cool skins and stuff. Um, and if you like the game, like, I don't see a problem spending $10 on a battle pass that you're going to earn um, by just playing. And you'll you'll keep it, right? Yep. I, I think we're going to get more games like that. Uh, I there's going to be some shooters that the multiplayer is free. Um and the, you pay for the single-player campaign. I've even seen a rumor that Halo Infinite is going to have free-to-play multiplayer, and the single-player will be Game Pass or purchasable. I'm, I'm a little hesitant on the Halo rumors, because there were so many of them after Thursday. Yeah, and I was saying I like, believe it, I just yeah. see the rumor. Right. So, I mean, would I be shocked if they went that direction? No, because Warzone has a monetization system in it, right? Yeah, I just... But, I, have we ever seen the numbers of how many people play Warzone compared to just the typical arena mode? No, I haven't. So I'm not I, sure. I, I'm and curious I know, about that. I don't I, know how long it's held up either, or how well it's held up. I, I've never been a fan of the Warzone. I've always preferred just playing Team Slayer or SWAT. Early on, I only played Warzone, actually. Like, the first week that game was out, hmm. I played a ton of Warzone, and then I moved to Arena. Yeah, I played it twice, and I was like, eh, yeah. no. Yeah. So. so, anyway. Uh, Alright, how about Fable, which wrapped up the show? The... we Again, just a CGI trailer, right? 
Um, yeah. But I think we learned a little bit about the spirit of the game, um, the tone of the game, that type of thing. So what did you think about that? Uh, obviously, that's pumped. It's Fable. Um, it's been rumored for the last, like, seven years. Just kidding. Like, three years that we're going to see it, and then it, it never shows up, and it finally did. Um, I thought the trailer was really well done, but obviously we don't know what the gameplay is going to look like, and I, I am interested to see what the game is going to be like as opposed to the first three with Lionhead making them and, and Peter Molyneux. I don't know how much say he's going to have with this game, if any. Uh, so we're, we'll see if it it manages to keep the spirit of Fable while doing its own thing, because I think... I don't know if just remaking Fable like 1 through 3 in in 2020 or whatever the game finally comes out is good enough um, for people. But if it, I think it needs to it, it should keep the spirit of the franchise. And and I think it, it did a little bit with the trailer. You know, the 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 first three games you had the ability to like fart at people around you, right? And it was always kind of a funny thing to do and you know, the idea was you could kind of do whatever you wanted, um, and then in the world on top of the quest. Like, you could, if you wanted to buy houses and make money off of that, you could, right? And you go around and just showing off in front of the the villagers. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, is fun. And it just kind of it adds some levity in, in, in a otherwise somewhat serious, you know, campaign. So... I'm excited. I'm excited. What, like, have you? Were you a Fable fan? I, I've never played them, so I can't say I'm a fan or not. So I've never played the games. I, uh, so I am looking forward. I'm hoping this is more of a like reboot, which I've heard, because then I, I'll feel a little more uh, comfortable jumping in, not feeling like I missed out on you know the first three games. Yeah, I mean, they're all so, available on Game Pass if we wanted to. I know, but there's so much stuff I have available that I bought this year that I haven't played. There are, so, yeah, I know. <laughs> or I know played as much good. as I want to, anyway. Um, so, yeah, but no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's cool. I was more happy for everybody who's wanted it for so long. Right? And, and the last, I feel like, two years, we've been like, this is when we're going to see Fable at E3. And it just hasn't come, and people have been really pissed off, and finally here it is. So... Yeah. So let's, uh, I don't do we want to get in the business of grading the show? I mean, I think they did a pretty good job of showing off the diversity of the library that they're going to have. Um, there were some shooters there for sure, but I think they've shown a commitment to branching out and doing different things. Probably more so than we ended up seeing for Xbox One. Yeah. And there's and still quite a few games left mm-hmm. um to be be showed off and you know there's a lot of studios they have and we obviously didn't see everything from all of them we we saw from nine of the 15 so there's six that we didn't see what they're working on right what do you think about that because some people are like nope they should have shown everything or it's a failure yeah the one thing that gets me with the the games media is like Sony and Nintendo do this all the time where they show off like trailers, right? CGI teaser trailers and then nothing on the game. And hell, Bethesda, um, Ubisoft also have done this recently. Um, and they like, no one ever says anything about it. Right. But Xbox does. And naturally they're like, Oh, we never saw gameplay. And to be fair, the others have the track record of the good games, like recently, whereas Xbox had almost nothing exclusive-wise in the last little bit. However, the companies they've purchased do. Obsidian does. Mm-hmm. Pillars, Both Pillars of Eternity, they did really well with Fallout New Vegas. The Outer Worlds is good. Um, it didn't hook me for some reason, but I know a lot... Of, I mean, it was good, not great. But, so, I, I think... I think we can be okay with just the the react or the little teaser trailers right i do think if they tried to show everything off it would have been all that and maybe that would have been a little too much so they're holding it and it gives them stuff to announce throughout the year but i'm thinking we're not going to get that many new big games on the series x for at least till 2022 yeah but that's pretty standard i mean it's usually don't start to see the big 
releases for a new box until probably the second year. You know, and that's whether that's right or wrong. I know that that's the case is up to individual people to decide, but it's generally how it's worked. Not on the Switch. Got two masterpieces the first year. That's for true. Six months. Yep, you did get that. But now, the Zelda game was not supposed to come out as a launch title for a Switch. That's fair. So that was just happenstance due to delays. But, you know, you look at, I mean, Halo Infinite's coming out, they're, they're Temple franchise on launch. So that's a big deal. Um, people tend to forget this, but the, the PlayStation 3 reveal line or the launch lineup was not that great. Killzone. What else we have in there? Knack, right? Something like that. Do you mean PlayStation 4? Oh, I'm sorry, PlayStation 4. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say 3? Yes. Um, you confused me for a second. But yeah, sorry. Didn't they <laughs> have Uncharted 4 pretty soon? No. No, that was like 2015. Hmm. So, yeah, it was uh, maybe even 2016, now that I think about it. Yeah, but. I think Xbox has covered themselves by using the smart delivery stuff with the third-party stuff. Because, obviously... Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to get to all of the super mega games that come out this November, right? Mm. Um, Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed Valhalla release within a week of each other. And Watch Dogs 3 is only like a couple weeks before both of those. And then you also... By the way, those also release, release probably within a week to three weeks of the new consoles. Yeah. So, you know, which means Halo. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a pretty crowded November. For sure. And you're right. You're not going to get to everything. And they did tout that there's going to be 100 games ready to play at launch. Like new games. You know, between smart delivery and like first party stuff. Launch stuff. So I would imagine it's mostly smart delivery stuff. But still, that's a lot. And then you're going to have everything, like I said, on Game Pass, which is the star of the show. And it's really the star of Xbox going forward. It's Game Pass is the argument to own Xbox. And I just feel like the two companies now are presenting such starkly different arguments about what next gen should be. But we're still playing this as if it's 2013 and it all comes down to which sells the most boxes right away. And I don't feel like that's necessarily the game Microsoft's even playing anymore. No, and we saw a couple articles about Sony's kind of fighting the the console wars that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to speak on that? Yeah, so they are. And, and it's, it's, it's Sony to some degree, but it's more so Sony fans. And, you know, every console has their own fanboys that are toxic in some way or another, right? But I feel like I feel like on the Sony side, there's this need to win, like from the fans. Like they need Xbox to fail in order for them to feel good. And I'll tell you this: like I own both consoles. You do too. I actually own all three. You do as well. Yeah. I don't care which one sells the most. I don't care because I have all three. I really don't care. I don't own stock in any of them. Neither do any of these fanboys that go on and on and on on Twitter and wherever else. Like, you don't own stock in this stuff. Why are you, like, why? And I don't want to hear that, oh, it's just fun banter because, no, like, you get to the point where you're, like, trying to make people feel like crap for enjoying something. Like what you like. If you like PlayStation Awesome, buy a PS5. Buy four of them. Yeah, I, I think fans tend to think that if they, like, fanboy out for a console, then they're going to be noticed by the console maker, and then they're going to get free games or something, or paid, or whatever, because they, you know, shilled. Or, not even shilled, that's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Um, I, I think the media, yeah. game like, the games media also plays a role. They do. Um and there's a certain site that I think feeds off of it, and you know they're 
I'm interested to see how they're going to adapt. Because I do think Microsoft does not care. They don't care if you buy the Series X. They want you to have Game Pass. They want you to buy it eventually. I, I don't but even they think don't that. Care if you I don't buy think it right they care away. if you buy it at all. If mm-hmm. you play on PC, why do they That's care? That's true. Because if yep. you Game Pass for PC, you when you buy the game... Like, I see the, the argument all the time. Like, why do I need to buy an Xbox One when all their games are available on PC? Well... I hate to break this to you, but Microsoft gets the money for the games either way. And yeah. isn't the thing most of these consoles take a loss from um, the the boxes or barely at, at launch anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even later, they're not making tons of money off of this mm, stuff, right. right? So I, the you know Microsoft might lose a little bit on the third party stuff because obviously they I imagine they get a cut when you buy Cyberpunk on Microsoft Store as opposed to buying it at Gamespot, Best Buy, or whatever, uh, right? Yeah. But I, I bet that's just a drop in the bucket, right? They want you to buy their games and they don't care where you play them. Mm-hmm. Hell, well, they even, really want you to just buy their service. Yeah, that too. And they I want think you that's, to buy Ultimate. That's part of the reason they added. Um, xcloud into the game pass stuff because you know even if you're if you tend to play games on your phone like you now have a reason to buy game pass because you'll get to play some of the new stuff on xcloud through game pass yep microsoft's passed this this console stuff i'm gonna buy it uh the series x because i like playing on console even though my pc can run most Mm -hmm. of these games not necessarily in 4k but definitely at better frame rate than on any of the consoles um but it's just, I, I prefer sitting on my couch on the giant flat screen TV. Yeah. So. Like, it, but yeah, the console wars are irrelevant and they're stupid and they always have been. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Like, anytime grown adults are fighting over toys, plastic boxes that play video games, like, that's mm-hmm. dumb. And it was dumb when Xbox was winning in 2007. It's dumb today. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not any surprise though. Like no. I see this with everything that you can buy that uh, that has some form of competitor, right? Mm-hmm. You see it with cell phones, Samsung versus uh, um, Apple. You see it with cars. I remember hearing people like, "Oh, you bought a Dodge, Ford is so much better," or vice versa, or Chevy, or whatever. You see it with cars. You hear it with mm-hmm. soda. You drink Coke. Oh, I prefer Pepsi. Like I don't understand. Well, I do understand. It has to do with psychology of people i think people just like to 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 become this tribe and we're the best and you suck and we have to make you feel bad because we can't just be happy with the decisions we made we also have to make you feel bad i think that's silly i think people need to feel like they are on the winning side they're on the side that's the best you know and they just need to feel that way and i don't get it i don't care like dude if if 1 million people played on Xbox and I was able to find games all the time and have fun with them and 100 million people played on PlayStation and everybody was happy with what they bought, I'm fine with that. I think Microsoft might want to sell a little bit more than that, but still. Yeah. Like, I don't care. It just doesn't matter. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's not surprising because you see it all over the place. But, you know, I just... let There's so many people out there that are anti-gaming in general. Like, why do we have to break down amongst people who do like it and make half of them feel stupid? Or try to. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, I, I agree with you, because I just saw today, like, Joe Rogan said something about video games being a waste of time. And I don't know exactly what he said, but it was something to that extent. And he's not the first, or he won't be the last, mm-hmm. to say stuff like that. Um, you know, you can get into arguments with, not arguments, but your parents, depending on your age, mm-hmm. may not understand video games either and think that was a waste of time. And instead of, you know, fighting to make the argument that video games don't lead to violence, right? You're fighting amongst each other, and some of it becomes super vicious, including, like, mm-hmm. threats of rape and murder. And then the outside looking in is like, well, look at this. This is case in point of video games making you violent when someone says something even if you disagree about your video your favorite video game and now you're sending rape threats like that's yeah. come on but i don't want to get down the rabbit hole let's let's go here yeah let's let's go into releases how about well, that no instead of grading the show <laughs> are you more less or the same excited for the series x as you were before thursday i'm the same okay yeah i i 
I think they did enough to get people interested. I, I, I 100% defend the decision to not show absolutely everything because I think that they have to show things at Gamescom. They need to show them something in September, and they need to close the deal by making a case in October. And they can't do that by showing stuff they've already shown. You, you gotta, like, continue. And, and they have yet to drop a price in pre-order, and right before you do that, you need to show something big to get people really excited. So, yeah, I just... I, I'm totally fine with them not showing everything. I, I think I'm just as excited, but I was already really excited before Thursday. All right. Um, before I go, do you think they've done enough to set themselves up for a like a big moment right before they released the, the launch? Yes. Um, stuff and enough for other people to to buy into X, what Xbox is selling. Yes, because I think they still have the ace up their sleeve, which is the initiative and what they're working on, and I think. If they're holding that, even just to do a Fable-like tease, because that's all it'll be, but show off something amazing, that would be huge. You don't think that game could come soon? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Because that would be huge if they announced that game for, like, early 21 or mid-21. Possible. Or even, like, holiday of 21. I feel like at this point it would be the best-kept secret in all of gaming. But... You know, there were no leaks, really, about Thursday, though. Not really. No, no, I didn't see any. So, they've been doing a pretty good job, and I feel like it's a little easier to keep things under wraps when everybody's at home. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I, I am a little more excited. It's because I knew what Xbox wanted to do. I didn't know... Or, like, I knew what they they said they were going to do, right? We're going to get more games and different games. But it wasn't real until I saw them. And I still think they, they went a little too much with the shooters. Um, and a little... And horror. And I'm not a fan of... I think the shooter market is way too saturated. And I'm just not a fan of horror games. So, I, I don't want to negatively blame them for that because i'm just not a fan of the medium and the games they show that we're like horror-esque but yeah i am excited we saw avowed saw fable um i'm excited for halo i think we're, we saw enough different types of games like big games that i feel i feel good um going forward and i thought the the, the biggest thing was the dragon quest thing at the beginning because it means they're finally realizing that they need to get some of these like jrpgs on the console which will help drive it might not be enough to get someone to switch over right there but you you couple that with the rest of the stuff i think it might be um i think that was huge and i think that's not really being talked about as much so yeah i i am more excited and i do think they they did enough i think they're it, it depends on what the initiative thing shows off but i i think they might have that that big holy crap moment there Mixed mm -hmm. with the price, especially if it beats Sony's box, and you're you're looking golden. I do love this stare down that's occurring right now. Yeah, it's it's like, kind of fun. Who's gonna blink first? Except at this point, I just want to pre-order the damn box. So I know. Let's get this over like, with here. I know, but so anyway. All right, so that was the Xbox showcase. Let us know what you thought. Send us uh, an email, mail at generationxbox.com, or head on over to Twitter at. Um, Generation, Generation X underscore box. I almost said our old one. That <laughs> yeah, happens. So, actually, yeah. I almost said both our old ones. So, anyway. Uh, Steve, what can we get in stores this week? Yeah, there's a, a couple of uh, new games. So, obviously, Grounded. We've been talking about it. Um, finally coming out. It's in preview. It will be in preview first. But it's available on Game Pass on the 28th. So, that's just two days away. Uh, you'll probably be able to play it on Monday. So, that's probably today when you're listening. Um, at like whatever regional time, nine twelve. Um, not hundred percent on that, but it's possible. Finally, on the thirtieth, a great day by the way. Uh, you can get Hellpoint and Yakuza Kiwami Two. Um, that's another big thing. I'm really happy that Xbox is doing with the Sega stuff, getting the Yakuza games. I, I really like where they're going here. Um, mm. But yeah, Hellpoint. It's like a horror RPG action game. Looks very interesting. If you, I think the demo is available in the the demo showcase they had this week. So hopefully you got a chance to play and it convinced you one way or the other. But there you go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, Stephen, uh, I think we're about done with episode 220. Before we go, though, I want to remind everybody to head over to generationxbox.com. Check out all of uh, 
the stories that we have there, the reviews that we have, and use that to join our communities as well, including Twitter at Generation X underscore box, Facebook, Discord, and lots, lots more. Again, GenerationXbox.com. Head on over there today. Uh, it means a lot to us. If you head over and read the stuff, support the stuff our writers are doing, they're working hard, doing a great job. So, all right. Steve, that's it for 220. What? We're, we'll be back next week with 221. No, it's what? it for 221. We'll be back next oh, week. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. It's it for 221. <laughs> we'll be back with 222. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Tyler was way too excited when his twins won today. That's why. Yeah. That's off kilter. Um, but yeah, no, thanks for joining us. Uh, play some great games. There's a lot coming out. And enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.